episode 106 476ers yo uh 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 yo justice for the blind just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming from my mind you come- good morning everyone good evening good afternoon whenever this finds you maybe it finds you at the funeral the 76ers maybe it finds you at the funeral of the hopes of the process oh it was a process all right this is now year two where i come in here (laughs) and record a podcast that is depressing as depressing as this trash outfit that tobias harris is wearing before the game i said it i knew it we were gonna lose as soon as i saw this picture oh yeah Oh, yeah. The homie TJ sent me a picture also of Ben Simmons outfit. Then he sent me a picture of where's of a where's Waldo. Page, right? Where's Ben? Don't know. Where's Toby? Toby's confused. Toby was going to a drug deal. But he was also going to the beach. So he wanted to be prepared for both. A Zoom meeting drug deal. Business up top, party down low. And then decided to play basketball. I mean, I hate this outfit. All jokes aside, I'm not even joking, honestly. This is not even a joke. I hate the fucking outfit. Let's be clear. But all jokes aside, what are you going to say here? What well, what is gonna be the argument? What is gonna be the argument here for Ben? What's gonna be the argument for Toby? What's gonna be the argument for Doc? Well, what is it gonna be for these guys? I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm not giving Joe a pass necessarily. I just wish it was a lot easier to tell when Joe is playing poorly at the end of games. Is it that he's tired? Or is it that the defense of the other team is always just like, okay, guys, we played enough defense of sensible defense. We're now going to essentially double, triple, quadruple team. We're going to bracket Joe, right? It's like a receiver in the NFL, right? Any great receiver, you're watching a cornerback meet him at the line of scrimmage, and then you're seeing two safeties sometimes bracket him or a safety and a linebacker bracketing him because they're so terrified. What's the same thing happening to Joe at this point? Just guys bracketing him at all times. It's Clint at all times. It's John Collins at all times. Trey's little ass with his fucked up hair is coming to double team at all times. The Red Ranger over here, Kevin Werder, he's coming out of nowhere to double team at all times. John Collins, this cocksucking motherfucker. Let me tell you, I don't know John Collins personally. But I will say this. I don't want to know him personally. There is no person in the NBA that I want to get to know less than John Collins today, this evening. I'd rather talk to Kevin Durant than talk to John Collins and his stupid fucking face. But it goes to, t- it goes to show you, you know, I've been, I've been saying this the last few days. Tired of watching us apologize to John Collins. Seth undercut him on alley-oop. Yeah, that's not a great play, Seth. It wasn't. That was game six, right? That's not a great play. No question about it. But guess what? Fuck him. I apologize to him. 
Joe, they answer their little whatever the it's not even a dust up. I wouldn't even call that a fucking dust up. It's not even a scuffle. What the fuck? That was nothing. They were hugging a little bit. Oh, how I'll get to today in a second. And then Joe apologizes him to, to him after that. Fuck him. Fuck you apologizing to him. Fuck him. Are they apologizing to you, Joe? When they're like fucking falling into your legs, do they apologize to you? Then what the fuck are you doing apologizing to any fucking body on this Trash Hawks team? Fuck them. Fuck Trey and his stupid hair. I wish we had him. Trey is better already than Ben by far. It's not even close. Dario is in the Western Conference Finals already. Here we are. The process ended, dissolved, crushing, crashed. Fucking Armageddon. Send Bruce Willis. I've used that before. I'm sorry. Who else fought an asteroid in space? Not a lot of them. I can't think of many guys who fought asteroids in space, except for Bruce Willis. It's... I don't even know, do I need to go through these numbers? Kevin Herter, the player of the game for them, carried their scoring for a long, for long periods of time while Trey was struggling. And ho, 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 don't think you're going to fool me here, guys, that Ben's defense was shutting down Trey. Ben played good defense on him, sure. Toby actually had a couple good plays uh, defending him a, a few, t- a couple times, and so did Matisse. But he also missed a ton of open jump shots. He missed a ton of open jump shots wide open. He fucked Ben up on the one play. I mean, he turned Ben right round, turned him right round, right, right round. I don't even know the words of the fucking song. You know what song I'm talking about. Turned him all the way the fuck around. He turned him around so much he ended up back in a shitty outfit. He was back lost in the puzzle on the Where's Waldo fucking poster. Gone. I mean, Trey is a playmaker. You know what I mean? He's a playmaker, and it's impressive. You know, that that fucking alley-oop he throws. My man, and they're praising him, calling him a genius. Relax. It's great work. He's not a fucking genius. It is great work. Maybe he's a genius. I don't know. Maybe I'm just hating. It's great work. He ends up in the air, and in that split second, he goes from, I'm going to shoot this or I'm going to pass this. And both both options are the same for him. It doesn't even make a difference what he's going to do. It don't even make a difference. Unlike Furkan, who threw that alley-oop to Ben, I'm fairly certain that wasn't an alley-oop. I know Furkan well. Oh, yeah. The green light was on. He just airballed it. And Ben, to his credit, cleaned that up. Good job, Ben. Way to go, bro. We're not giving you the credit for Trey having a rough game until the fourth quarter when he pretty much demolished us. I'm not giving you credit for half of these assists. Would you, how many assists you ended up with? 12? 13? Let's see here. Ben. 13 assists? You want credit for 13? No. No, I don't tell the story. I don't tell the story. You getting bailed out. Joe shooting threes. Joe shooting threes. What did Joe finish? Two for five? Yeah. Joe, Joe shooting threes. Toby hit a couple threes. Seth hits a couple threes. Yeah, off of your assist. Right. But not, those assists are not these. Furkan had, what was it? Furkan that had that one in the corner that was a great bend pass. There, yeah, there was one great bend pass. There, don't get me wrong. There was a couple. He had 13 assists. I'm going to go ahead and give him credit for about seven or eight of those. Seven or eight that I thought were like bend good plays. 
as opposed to Ben, I'm terrified to finish here. Ben, there's only Kevin Herter between me and the rim right now. And instead of me going here to finish this, I'm finna pass this bitch out. I'm finna go backwards. I'm at the rim, but I'm going to turn around and look back to somebody else. No wonder you're a pillar of salt. Huh. That's what happens to Lot's wife in the Bible. You look back, pillar of salt, Ben. <laughs> Ain't learn nothing, huh? You're not Christian? I'm sorry. That got deep. Biblical. My anger. Biblical. And we have all the revelations in front of us. All of them. It's all here. We knew what it was. And if you didn't, you were lying to yourself. And listen, let me real quick. The ship is full. Yeah, the bandwagon, the ship is full. If you were defending Ben, I don't want to see all these guys that were all of a sudden we got the posters in Philly, where's Ben and all this shit, right? No, no, no. There's too much vitriol right now going for Ben from what I saw on Twitter. No, there's too much vitriol because a week ago, y'all were blowing him. Oh, does all the little things. There's all these little things. You just, you guys just don't understand basketball. He's the defensive. You guys just don't understand basketball. No, I understand motherfucking basketball. Well, I play the fucking game. Not good. I played okay. Below average, probably. If, if average is like a, you know, division three basketball player, well, yeah, probably right below that. Nah, I'm better than that. Anyway, what's the point? Good enough to defend Toby and his limited bag of moves. The bag of tricks he carries. You have like certain players in the NBA, right? They have these, they have those full family sized bags of of cereal, right? Whereas this big box of cereal and then the big bag inside that box, and that's where a lot of basketball players come. Toby shows up with the individual size, with the I'm at a I'm staying, I have a continental breakfast size bag of moves. And I could lock that up. I, f- I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Yeah, I could lock that shit up. You kidding me? My man don't have a bag of moves. And don't you... Toby, who could you even possibly think you are cheering for yourself? Did you see your... Hold on, let me see something real quick. Because you were cheering mighty big for that putback layup. The two-handed putback off the backboard. Let me just remind you of something real quick. Don't cheer. Because you came dressed like this. Don't fuck. You came dressed with a curtain on. With a curtain pattern. And a Jesus piece. You came from a drug deal gone wrong. It's not the... It's not the pimp awards. IST ain't showing up. Don't cheer for yourselves. Not in the chair, screaming on that and one. You got fouled by Trey. It's not like Clint Capella went, you went up and put a layup over Clint and he fouled you. No, Trey fouled you. I mean, <laughs> what did what did Joe finish with? I didn't do any research. I just I will be lost. I came. 31, 11, three assists, eight turnovers. I mean, turnovers, Joe, you got to do some work, bro. You need to watch some tape. I need you to learn some things. Listen, it's not completely your fault. You're being surrounded, swarmed constantly. But you got to be a little bit smarter. I need you to be a little bit stronger with the ball, a little bit smarter with the ball. The way they poked this fucking ball away from you. Listen, that last turnover, the game was over. We didn't lose the game because of that last turnover. We lost the game well before that. 
but you got to be smarter with the ball, Joe. You're incredible. You're too smart to be having these many turnovers. And listen, we're going to get you some room because Ben is the fuck out here. Maybe. Because if you listen to Zach Lowe, he's speaking to executives. These executives think that Ben's, some of the league executives say Ben's value, his value is in the garbage. It's in the garbage disposal. Yeah, it's gone. He doesn't have any value. What are you going to trade him for? His contract and his skill set. What are you going to trade him for? I asked a question earlier as as Doc, the as Doc has this the famous unit, Ben and Dwight, the fearsome two, the terrible twosome here, the gruesome twosome. Here to maybe grab rebounds and and get flagrant fouls, but not score a lick. I asked a few people. Think of every power forward and center combination in the history of the NBA. Think, you know what? In the history of basketball, can you name a power forward center combo with less of a skill set than Ben and Dwight? Can you? Shout out to Vic. He said, I don't know, man, maybe in the 40s. World War II era basketball. When they had a basket that did not return a ball to you, you had to dump the basket to get the ball back. Probably. Yeah, it's probably right. You could go find a power forward center combination with the least amount of all-stars, combine them, and they're still better than, than putting Dwight and Ben on the floor together. Doc, what are you thinking exactly with that lineup? I, I just can't even imagine what you could possibly be thinking. It's not completely your fault. Ben has nothing to offer us. Nothing to offer us. on. I mean, do I need to point out? Do I need to point out the passed up dunk to, to Matisse? Do I have to point that out? Is it necessary for me to even mention that? We all saw it. The thing is, is, yeah, that'll be the thing that a lot of fans are going to point to. There was at least six plays in the game before that play that I that were the exact same thing, pretty much. Just not as evident, not as clear, not as obvious. Right. It was clear. But this one, I mean, this. Yeah, this was as clear as it gets right here. As clear as it gets. I mean, he's watched. Even if we got through this round, even if we won, we would have went to the but We can't beat the Bucs. We're not going to beat the Bucs. Well, all the Bucs are going to do is just playing Giannis and Brooke Lopez in front of the rim, right? They're going to bracket Joe together, these two long arms as long as the calendar. Today's the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, and still Giannis's arms go beyond that. Yeah, that's all they're going to do because Ben don't offer anything. I mean, it don't help that you start seeing stats. Ben missed more free throws than the Suns, the Clippers, and the Hawks this postseason. In the last two rounds, Ben most missed more free throws than Steve Nash's entire playoff career. Steve Nash has played 659,000 playoff minutes in the playoffs all the time. Losing to the greats, Tim, Timmy, Kobe, running up against 
the beginning of Steph, the Grant Grind era, Grizz, ran into all of these guys. A long career. And in two rounds, Ben outdid all that work. Oh, my God. I mean, do I need to look at the numbers for what? Furkan was abysmal. Yeah. Seth played good. Yeah. Ben, but whatever. Tyrese, mm, we tried to ride that thunder. Game six thunder. Carried us. Carried us. But that's what's going to happen. You can only rely on these guys so much. Your stars got to show up. George Hill. No. Dwight. I can't, Dwight, anymore with you. I can't with you. You can't help but get a flagrant. And you can argue all you want, but it's that was a flagrant. Because it may not have been a flagrant before the last part, but it's as clear as it, as it gets, you throwing him down. Yeah, it's a flagrant, Dick. Matisse, I thought, played his ass off. Doesn't offer a ton on offense. Go to work, Matisse. It's time. Don't even leave the gym tonight. Don't even leave the gym tonight. Go work on your shots. Let Ben go play Call of Duty or whatever the fuck Ben wants to do. Because, Ben, don't even start looking for apartments elsewhere. Toby, you too. Don't even come. Bro, the next time you show up at the facility, your key better not work. That's all I'm going to say. Two straight plays in the fourth quarter. We call a timeout. We come out of the timeout. And we run the exact same trash play with the exact same trash result. Some bullshit actions that get, that get Joe the ball at the top of the key with John Collins facing him. Clint Capella behind him because Ben is wherever. It doesn't matter where Ben is. He's not on the court. He's on the court, but he's really not. You know what I mean? He's like Schrodinger's cat. He's just boxed out. You don't even know if he's alive or dead anymore. And I, I, so I think it's two misses. One, one, one of them was a turnover. I mean, we just come out of a timeout with the same bullshit play. That's all. Same bullshit play. And then we're relying on Tobias Harris to get us buckets. Then we're relying on whomever can, to get us a bucket when we can't get one. I don't think it's because Joe was tired. I think it's because their defense was like, okay, we played defense this way the first three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, this is what we're going to do. We're completely selling out, and we're just about to run a zone on Joe, and any one of these other guys is going to have to make a shot and beat us. Understand, we had some injuries, and of course, Joe has injuries, but Joe was dominant all series. Let's be clear. Joe was absolutely just demolishing this team, but they have injuries too. Their second best scorer didn't play in the their second best scorer didn't play in the second half. Bogdanovich, because he was injured, he was he was doubtful to play today. He showed up, he played, he didn't even play in the second half. They're missing arguably their second best player, and DeAndre Hunter. It does the point. It doesn't get better for us. This team is better next year. What are we going to be next year? I mean, you know, when we hired Doc, and I don't want to, I don't want to pile on. Right. And I don't want to take things back because I do think that Doc had some moments this year of great coaching. But Doc, when the game is getting tight, 
We need plays. You're Jackie Moon out here. This ain't the Flint Tropics. You're a great motivator of men, right? To quote, you get people to do great things, but you're not an X's and O's guy, right? Yeah. I don't need you to tell us to believe in ourselves. I need you to give us a motherfucking play that's going to get us a bucket, but you don't give us that. No, you motivate guys. You cheer them on. The players coach. Yeah, it's no surprise. You played it. You've coached in the most seven game, the, the most game sevens. And, and listen, real quick. NBC Philly, I, I, whoever you have running your social media, you need to get them the fuck out of here. Do not, it's not wise to point out that, and because it's not wise to point out that Doc has coached in the most game sevens. Because as soon as you post that shit, and you look at the comments, everybody says what everyone knows already. Yeah, he has done that. And his record is abysmal in game sevens. This man is the only coach, again, I bring this up, to give up two, three, one leads. This man has the worst record. <laughs> he has the worst record of giving up 15-point leads in NBA, the NBA over the last few seasons. His teams have a 15-point lead, and they lose like 20% of the time. The rest of the NBA loses maybe 2% of the time, something like that, something crazy like that. I'm making those numbers up, but it's whatever. doesn't matter. The numbers aren't even important. The point is, him as a coach, listen, I've been over Doc as a coach for years. But I was going to support it, but I said it in the beginning. And you can run it back if you don't believe me. When we hired Doc, I said what I said. I don't know about Doc. Not the biggest Doc fan. If we're going to come in, if we can get some guys, some real legitimate assistant coaches. I want a Kenny Atkinson here. Let's get some guys here who are great, who can maybe be great offensive minds, X's and O's guys, and let Doc be the, the talker of the group. Because the X's and O's strategy ain't there. Because my man gives up leads. Because as a front runner, he fails constantly. It's not to take anything away from Doc. I love what Doc represents. I love Doc being outspoken. I think Doc as a leader, for sure, is so important. Absolutely. I 100% do believe that with my heart. But as when it comes to the product on the floor, it's questionable at best. He'll get you to the playoffs, but you're going to lose in a devastating way. As front runners, we were the one seed. But I knew. But I knew I'm not a fucking oracle. This ain't the Matrix. This ain't where Golden State plays. I'm no oracle. But I said it at the end of the season after that fucking heat game. Oh, I'm scared. Because it's too easy to defend us. Because we got too many flaws. Too many fatal flaws. Because Toby shows up with the smallest bag of tricks in the world. Ben doesn't even have a bag of which to place tricks in. We are a one-man group. We are a one-man show with some backup singers. Toby can't be your second-best scorer. I don't know that Toby can be your third-best scorer. Can we? Oh, please, real quick. Unless Toby comes in next year with a handle like Kyrie Irving, I don't want to hear another word about Toby being an all-star. I don't want to hear another word about it. 
Don't give me another word about it. Because Chris Middleton wasn't an all-star. I keep bringing this up. Game six of that series, he scored 38. Toby not scoring 38. He not scoring 38. That man is a third scorer. He is your third option at best. And at that, at best, he is a good third option. Not even a great third option. He is just a good one. What can you trade Ben for? Some of us out here hoping that we can trade Ben for C.J. McCollum, maybe. I don't know. You sure? You sure that they want to give C.J. McCollum for Ben? This limited-ass dude? Understand, if you're, tra- if you're a team right now, you're trading for Ben Simmons. What you really got to be thinking is, hey, do we have a center who can spread the floor? Or are we bringing Ben here to shoot, to, to be a center? Why would we trade for him? I keep saying there's only one team to me that, that would trade for Ben. And that's the Timberwolves, because they have a center that's a real spot-up shooter. Or if you want to look at any team that starts Chris Dapps, where, wherever KP ends up next year, maybe you trade for Ben there, because you have another a shooter, a center who can shoot. Because you can't bring him into an offense with Nurkic, if not that Nurkic is long for Portland, apparently. Maybe that's the move. Maybe they do some sort of sign and trade Nurkic for, for KP because KP wants out. And then maybe they can flip CJ and Covington for Ben because Covington is trash. And we'll bring Covington's trash ass to fill out the contract and for CJ and get Ben the fuck out of here. And then he can help them. I just think he'd be good there. If you told me that they could flip some of those somehow and end up with KP and Ben, yeah, that'd be great for them. Two good defenders, a good a good rim protector, and a good perimeter defender. And then you they re-sign Norman Powell, and they re-sign Dame Lillard, and they get another shooter. And then you got Ben, and now Ben can compensate there. Yeah, now you can compensate for Ben's bullshit, for him being trash, not being able to shoot, not bringing anything to the offensive side of the court. And then we get somebody who can get us a bucket, and we need a bucket. It's not enough, though. CJ... Can he be your second best player? Yeah, he probably could. But can he be your number one creator? I don't know. I don't know if he could be your number one creator. You kind of need a point guard. You kind of need a point guard. Can't really go. So you can't sign. You can't sign Spencer Dinwiddie. You don't have the money for it. You have to do a sign and trade for that. And that money is probably not. We don't have anything to match with that. Whatever that money's going to be. Can you try to get Cal Lowry as a free? I don't know. You have to do a sign and trade there. They would they be willing to take Ben back? I don't even know how much that makes sense. Would you do a sign and trade Ben for, for Chris Paul if, if, if Chris Paul doesn't want to stay in Phoenix? I don't know that Ben wants to play next to the man who stole his girlfriend. It's bleak. It's not just that his value was down. You see, that that's what it is. I think that's the thing that's getting lost here. It's not that Ben doesn't have a skill set. It's not that Ben isn't a good basketball player. Yeah, he's useful. There are, um, there's a lot of things Ben can do. He's a great defender for sure. Get, is a is a great playmaker. You put him in the open court, it can be devastating, especially if you can get him to get over that mental hurdle, which just like I said about Markel years ago, said this about Markel years ago when we traded him. I know that trade looks terrible in retrospect, but guess what? Markel was never going to be successful here. There was too much pressure. It was already too much. Every single free throw, the entire fan base is hanging on it. And now Ben is the same way. Ben doesn't have any hope of recovering here. No, you got to trade him. And he'll be successful where he, wherever he goes. But wherever that is, I don't know. Because, right, his value was down. Because you need a specific team to put around him. 
we're not that team. And there's only so many teams in the NBA like that. You're going to trade Ben for D'Angelo, Russell? I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Would they trade Ben for Anthony Edwards? Well, that doesn't make sense contract-wise. You need to make up the money somehow. I don't know how you make that money up. I don't know how you make that money up. Could you trade Ben for Draymond Green? And I don't, I don't even know what you could get back from the Warriors that would help us. Dray, Draymond, Kent Bazemore, and fucking one of the backups. The, what's the backup point guard? What's this fucking dude's name? I like him, but I mean, I, that don't really necessarily help us that much. We need a point guard. That would be really the benefit of trading for D'Angelo, trying to trade Ben for D'Angelo. It makes sense. You know what I mean? It makes sense. You put a, this type of point guard on that team with a lot of shooting, with Anthony Edwards, a really good slasher scorer. Yeah, that would help them. Maybe that makes sense for them. And D'Angelo comes here. And I, I've said what I said about D'Angelo, man. His defense is a problem. That dude really might just be a sixth man, a super sub. A, a Jordan Clarkson on steroids. He might be that. At this point, you probably have to do it because Ben doesn't offer anything to us. To think that Ben at one time could have been the center of a James Harden trade is crazy to think about. I mean, it's crazy to look back at in retrospect. Now, listen, let's be clear. I didn't want to trade Ben and Matisse. There was no way I was doing that. Ben and Maxi, yeah, you probably should have done that. But Ben and Matisse, no, I wasn't going to do that. We can't lose Ben and Matisse. Matisse has to be here long term. Matisse, speaking of, I know I t- you better be shooting right now. I said that about half a, half an hour ago. Whenever I said that, you better still be shooting. I, I will talk until tomorrow fucking night. You better be shooting. Let's just run this back one last time real quick. Let's run this back real quick. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Knew what that was already. As soon as I saw this outfit, I fucking knew that this was game over. How dare you show up with this in the barber bag with your fucking materials in it? I like them shades, though. But this outfit, no. What, what did you just lay on your table after dinner, roll yourself up and leave? With the powder blue Nikes? Well, I guess it's not. Is that powder blue? I don't know what the fuck. Some blue. Whatever. Whatever. How dare you show up like that to game seven? I knew we were in for it. I knew we were in for it when you showed up like that. I mean, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. We weren't going to beat the Bucs. We weren't going to beat the Nets. And now we're going to read all the memorial pieces. I, like, I, I want to go John Wick style and just start digging through people's tweets and shit. And if you ever were blowing Ben or calling other people dumb, I want to bring it back up just in case you think you're going to now roll up and start talking shit on Ben because you were just blowing him two weeks ago. A week ago and two weeks ago when I said, yo, this is a fucking problem. And this defense is fucking overrated. And you can't be a fucking great defender if you can't be on the court. Ben was absent tonight. He played good defense in spots, but you're going to tell me that Ben did anything. Again, we lost the game, so it doesn't even matter. But you're going to tell me that Ben's defense is the reason why we lost by what we lost by? Is that what you're going to tell me? That because we lost by seven points because Ben's defense? Give me a fucking break, man. Give me a fucking break. So instead of scoring 110, they scored 103 because of Ben's defense? Come on. Come on, man. Little Boosie. Boosie fade on that bullshit. Get out of here. 
Don't tell me that. I don't want to hear it. George Hill, yeah, real, real help there. What a help George Hill's been. Glad we made that trade. I would have rather kept what's-his-face. Gotten rid of Dwight next year. Get him the fuck out of here. I'm over him. Tired of seeing Dwight come in with his bullshit. Big-ass shoulders fouling people. Is Dwight or Ben? Because if I got to spend another year watching Dwight and Ben on the same fucking court, I'll fucking die. I will fucking drown in a pit of fucking despair so deep. I can't watch that anymore. I mean, dare I say, I almost rather have, I I almost rather come into next season as Tyrese is our starting point guard and we could trade Ben for Jackie Moon. I brought that second Jackie Moon reference. I'm sorry. For Ed Monix. For Adam Sandler. Trading for Adam Sandler. He hoops a little bit. I mean, this is, it's disgusting. There's got to be big changes, wholesale changes, not to the front office, not to the coaching staff. You don't have to do all that, but for sure, we got to change. We got to, we got to get Ben out of here. And let me tell you one last thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to advocate for firing Doc. I'm not going to do that, but let us go into next year. Let us have a similar exit to this and I won't fucking stand for it again. I've seen the doc story play out a million times already. And it's really making me sick because you know what? Paul George looking like he kind of had a point. He don't make adjustments. And now if you're reading stories, everyone is just blowing Ty Lue for all the adjustments. And they look kind of right because you keep going down two games to nothing. And then you keep coming back and winning now. Two straight series. Now maybe a third series. If I was the Suns, I'm throwing game two. Paul Phoenix, throw game two. Don't you dare lose game two. I mean, don't you dare win game two. That's a big mistake, Pop. Whew. My man will make some sort of adjustment. And it's always the same adjustment. Let's be clear. The last two series have been the same adjustments. It's I'm going to play Zubas. I'm going to play Boogie. I'm going to play Zubas. I'm going to play Boogie. Okay, we're not playing Zubas or Boogie any longer for the rest of the series. That's all. That's the adjustment. It's pretty simple. Same adjustment every time. I'm not going to play Terrence Mann that much. I'm not going to play Terrence Mann that much. Terrence Mann. 30 minutes. It's pretty simple. He makes the same adjustment every every round. At least this one, this time around. What was Doc? Doc, what was your adjustment? Oh, I know. Call the reporter stupid for suggesting benching Ben and then benching Ben. That was your adjustment. Got you. Good job, bro. You did it. <sighs> I mean, this is whatever. Trey Toby. Trade Ben. Probably can't. You probably can't. We're, we're in that shitty place where you may not be able to trade Toby and Ben for fear of their, their worth and their value being so low that you actually become worse by trading them. And that's fucking hard to do because they're not fucking that good. I mean, you're probably riding out Toby. I'll be honest. You're probably going to have to ride out Toby. Ben, maybe you can get, uh, but again, say it. Maybe you can get D'Angelo back. Maybe. I don't know what else you could get back. I heard people talk about Zach Levine. No, you're not getting Zach Levine. I, I don't know why people even think that's a conversation. Are you kidding me? Zach is liable to drop 50. It, when it took Ben to get 42 points that everyone wants to blow, this miracle game that he had against Utah will never happen again. That took everything in his bag. The small bag he has. Zach is liable to score 50 again. No, 
you can't trade Toby. You can't. You're no way in hell are you trading Ben for Zach. I promise you that. There's just no possible way that happens. You got to find a jewel somewhere, some diamond in the rough, in a rough rough. Where are my dogs at? All right, PX. I don't know what's going to happen. I know I'm disgusted, demoralized, disturbed, depressed. Yeah. What a terrible way to go. But if you listen to this podcast, I prepared you. Not to give myself credit. I'm going to give myself credit because I want to feel good. I prepared you. I said that heat game, I didn't feel good after that. I didn't feel good. If you had any team with a semblance of somewhat okay defenders, you could blow up our offense really fucking easily. And they did it. They did exactly that. They did exactly. Our offense is unimaginative because the two are our two best players after Joe are unimaginative. And that's that. It's that simple. That's it, everyone. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Black Lives Matter. Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Stop Asian hate. Wear a mask. Or not. I don't give a shit. Get vaccinated. Or whatever. (sighs) Joe, you're the MVP. You're my MVP. I love you to death. Please never leave. Even though... Oh, I can't wait for those rumors to start. Joel Embiid? Out in Philadelphia? I wouldn't be surprised. All right, everyone. Take care. Yo. Uh, 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 yo. Justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhyme that are coming from my mind. Used to come in-